Good evening, and welcome in to a fantastic, wonderful uh, episode. We're about to talk trades to all of you listening uh, about all sorts of different categories, stars from your favorite teams, some buy and sell candidates, of course, later, our favorite Witch Trades Fair segment, and I am, of am, of course, joined today with one of the best hosts on our network, my great, well, used-to-be friend, Maddie Kiwoom. How's it going? You alluded to it. I'm going to touch upon it now. I'm not happy. It's been a bad day. I felt like two of my boys went behind my back and did something dirty. So, yeah, the show's going live, and it's whatever, 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 but, like, are we even friends anymore? I don't even know. Well, well so, so what happened? What, what are we talking about here? Uh, so to cue everybody in, let me just take the reins here. So, of course, if you've been listening to the uh, Trade God Show, you know that we launched the TGIF, the Trade Gods Invitational Fantasy League. It has been going well. A lot of fun. We got some guys in the Discord all up in that league. Uh, and then today... Uh, two of my closest uh, buddies that I would say in the league, Jason and uh, Chad, a.k.a. Big Country. They made a trade that um, included two of my favorite players yeah. and two players that I've been trying to get. And now we are in the midst of a breakup because I am not happy that this has happened to me. I I mean, I'm stoked. I'm not happy. Man. I'm stoked. I've oh, got you're stoked? Now. Oh, you're stoked. Oh, yeah, dude. I've got Christian Watson and Antonio Gibson looking pretty on my bench right now. I don't even have uh, to. Them. You're going to have to give them to me. <laughs> you're going to have to give them to me. Uh, well, I'm sorry I did that. You know, every player has a price. Hey, I... listen, it's fair. Okay. All is fair in fantasy, love, and war. But yeah, I'm not happy about this. I'll get my revenge. I'm going to get it. I'm going to hey, get it. Well, speaking of trades, how would you like to start looking at some trades? Listen, man, I love trades. This is this is Thursday night. It's trade mm -hmm. gods. Of course, we're talking trades. Of course, we're going to break down a whole bunch of trades and see which one's fair. But at the end of the day, you know what trade we're not going to break down, which is the trade that broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, we're not breaking it down, but you know, maybe, maybe we will next episode because stay tuned. We might be bringing a trade in from the very own TGIF, Trade Gods Invitational mm -hmm. Fantasy Football League. Okay. So maybe stay tuned into this segment that we like to call Which Trades Fair? Which Trades Fair? So we've got four trades compiled for you today. You may be asking yourself, how do we get these trades? Well, I'll show you. You got to show these people. And for those listening, trades? Yeah, and for those listening, I'll tell you. So, you know, you're on our, our wonderful website, theplayerprofiler.com, mm -hmm. and you just go down here to Trade Finder after clicking on Dynasty Deluxe. So Dynasty Deluxe, the trade finder. Mm -hmm. And I mean, already showing you all the trades. And so we've grabbed four, four of these bad boys ready to break down for you. Uh, let's see. You, you ready to kick it off? You want to start with trade one? Uh, before we get to trade one, what I want to say is, and this is my payback for that behind the back buffoonery trade that you made in the TGIF, is if you want the all-in package, use the promo code Maddie and get ten dollars off. Don't use the promo code Jason. Use the promo code Maddie. Ah, the, uh, I, got you back. I got no. you back. I got you back. <laughs> or or you could use Jason, you know. Nope. If, if don't you like do it to, because Jason will make a trade behind your back that breaks your heart. So don't use the promo code Jason. Use the promo code Maddie and get ten dollars off the all-in package. Get a one hundred and eighty dollar personal. Value for one 
25. Let's go. Don't use Jason. Use Maddie. Let's go. That's a great that's a great deal. And you get a ton of tools on our website. The best tools. In my opinion, and this is no jokes. This is all jokes aside. Yeah. Player Profile provides the best tools to win in your fantasy league, whether it be the dyna, the data analysis tool, all the mm-hmm. Dynasty Deluxe stuff. Like, I mean, by far, Player Profile is the website you need to be in touch with to win in fantasy. It's just point blank, period. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, you've kind of walked into it. What? Let's say I'm not at home, but I still want to get some player profiler information. I still want to research some fantasy mm-hmm. football players. Do you think there's an app? Do you think there's an app we can use? Well, Jason, let me ask you one astute question. Yeah. Do you have your phone with you? Uh, no, I, just, <laughs> I don't. Well, <laughs> hypothetically, would you yes. normally have your phone with you? Yeah, normally I have my phone on me. Just well, currently, if you yeah. have your phone with you, just download the Dynasty Dominator app. Don't be a putz. Get that app today. Yeah, and it's got every single tool you love on our website. For $4.99. And then if you need to add on some stuff, we've got some add-ons, but we've got the trade analyzer, mm-hmm. player comparison. You've got the lifetime value lookup tool. It's on Apple. It's on Android. And we've just now added the 2023 rookie class. So it's all there. It's all there. It's all there. And our boy Cody Carpentier is in the chat saying, tough trade I'm pondering. Ebner for the 401. I would much rather have Ebner than the 401. Do it, Cody. Do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Let's do it. Let's get into these trades. I'm, I'm excited about these trades. Let's do it. Let's do it. So this is trade one. We have Derek Carr being acquired by Team A for the price of Isaiah Hodgins and a 2023 first round pick, and it's going to be pick number 12. And just so you know, this is a 2QB standard scoring league. Okay. What are your first thoughts? So my first thoughts here is getting Derek Carr now – is a good process move. Um, If he were to go to the Jets or if he were to go to a situation that builds some hype, obviously that's going to cause his value to go up. Uh, But I also think that just Derek Carr is a very, very solid quarterback to have in Superflex 2QB. He's just proven to be very efficient. Uh, Last year, even in a down year in which he was uh, QB 19 on a points-per-game basis, he was still number two in air yards per attempt. So if you put him in an offense, let's say the Jets, where, you know, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, you got some really big playmakers, guys that can take the top off, guys that can get you some downfield uh, uh, plays. I like Derek Carr. So just looking at it initially, I would I think this is a good trade for the Team A side, uh, mm-hmm. getting Derek Carr for Isaiah Hodgins in the 112. The 112, you are outside of the quarterback realm. Let's call it what it is. You ain't getting Levis. You ain't getting Richardson. You ain't getting Young. You ain't getting Shroud. So you're pulling yourself out of the QB realm. So I'm assuming that by this trade happening, Team B has two QBs that they can use in this league. So I'm still – I think it's fair. I don't think it's like a lopsided trade, but give me the team – the side that's getting the QB in Derek Carr. What What's your thoughts here? Yeah, no, I I agree with you there. I'm I'm definitely taking the Derek Carr side. Uh, I – I do really like Isaiah Hodgins. You know, he had a great end to the year, and we hope that this New York Giants offense can, you know, A, have a healthier receiver core, which would just keep everything, you know, better, make, make it better as a whole, helping Isaiah Hodgins, helping Wando Robinson if he returns healthy, um, if they bring back Saquon. Uh, so it's, it's nice to have a piece of that. But, I mean, like you said, a quarterback in a 12-team league, two quarterbacks, 
And I mean, with, with that, with that 12th pick, I mean, you might end up getting someone that turns out, but more often than not, you're, you're not going to get a quarterback that you're going to be able to start like you can Derek Carr. Um, and that's if it goes to the Jets, the Saints, Panthers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to like Derek Carr in a two quarterback format for sure. And Derek Carr, uh, if you're not in love with his 2022 profile, um, look at his 2021 profile. There's a lot better, you know, metrics that that you can really understand mm-hmm. how good he is. I mean, in 2021, he was second in accuracy rating, seventh in true compassion, uh, true completion percentage, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, he was very good on yards per attempt. He was top ten passing yards. He was top five. Um, he definitely has some a, a range of outcomes that's very beneficial for fantasy. And if you're part of the uh, Jets front office, apparently someone in that front office says he's a first ballot Hall of Famer if he goes to the Jets. <laughs> Who knew that's the case? But I do want him on my fantasy team. So this, to me, give me team A in this trade. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, any final thoughts before we move on to trade two? Uh, the only thing I would add is getting the 112, uh, you know, it's it, it's definitely good. And, and this mm-hmm. draft, uh, I know throughout the process, it seems as if a lot of the community is going to poo-poo the value in this draft, but I still think it's a very good class. Uh, Cody and I have done a, a number of mocks. Make sure you go check them out on, the, on our yeah. channel. There's depth. There's guys you can get of value, some very uh, valuable fantasy players you can get at the end of the first and the second. But – you're not getting a quarterback. And as much as I love Isaiah Hodgins, which I do like Hodgins, I think he can be a factor in that passing offense. Mm-hmm. You know, if Daniel Jones isn't, you know, it, it, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty in the Giants yep. organization, I would say. So to make this type of trade, I think it's a home run to get a quarterback in 2QB format. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, they're gold. Quarterbacks are gold <laughs> in 2QB. I'm learning that in the hard way. <laughs> I am learning that the hard way as I get into more and more Q, uh, two QB super flex leagues. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Let's see. Here's trade two. Team A is acquiring a superstar, a pending free agent superstar who we might not have answers for for a minute, as he might hold up the market. But Saquon Barkley is being acquired for Jerry Judy, a 2023 first, so number number 11 in 2023, and a 2024 first round pick. This is PPR, 12 teams. It's 2QB, but it doesn't matter uh, in, in this particular trade. What, what are you thinking when you first look at this? Uh, this it, every so often, you know, we put trades on, on the trade gods table mm-hmm. that just makes you go like, ooh, I really need to think about this. Like, this is, yeah. this is making me think. And yeah. this is that type of trade. Because obviously, Barkley, we have him in our top five for uh, – running backs in dynasty he really balled out in 2022 reminded us how special he is of a prospect but he's 26 years old okay so like at what point do we start looking at barkley not so much as like that young stud or do we start putting him in the you know the 27 year old club you know that seems to be the the age in which we start rolling in these very effective fantasy running backs into the old category. Barkley's only a year away. So when I break all that down, I think I like the team B side better. And I didn't think I would because Barkley's by far uh, the best player in this deal going into 2023. But I do like Jerry Judy. In terms of replacing Barkley, you're not replacing him at the 111, but you could get a very serviceable running back at the 111. 
and then you're cashing another 2024 first, you're getting liquid. You're getting a little bit more liquidity uh, liquidity in your lineup. I like it a lot. And, and what I saw from Judy this year was a lot of, of what I wanted to see. You know, it was good yeah. stuff. We saw him ball out from week 13 on. 10.5 fantasy points, 33.3 fantasy points, 14.6, 17.7, 10.8, 10.8, and 24.3. Dude balled out at the end. Sean Payton's in town now, hoping to resurrect Russell we- uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy's going to be a huge part of that. So as much as initially I thought this was the Saquon Barkley trade, I think it's the Jerry, Jerry, the Jerry Judy trade plus two first trade. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm on that side too. Uh, it, it's close. You know, we, we've, we had a whole game plan episode about the price of acquiring superstars, but mm-hmm. Jerry Judy's on that trajectory. If that offense takes off the way that many expect it to, plus you're going to have a, f- a couple first round lottery p- tickets to just kind of throw at the win. Uh, the 11th is not bad uh, as you already talked about in the last trade. And then who knows what that 24 could turn into. I mean, they've just traded away or traded for Saquon Barkley if they get a poor Saquon Barkley season, I mean, you're t- you're probably looking at a top five pick. So, you know, I I, I really like this Jerry Judy side. For, Me for too. All the reasons <laughs> for all the reasons you already plus having out. that 2024 first in the holster, yeah. it's just another yeah. bullet to help you win in 2023. And I like doing that. I like have I like I like stockpiling picks in 2024 or beyond now so that you can use them to sharpen your sword to get a more consolidated sharp lineup when it matters most in 2023 so you know when you factor all those you know things in man i really do like the the b side here and i didn't think i would when i first saw this i did not think i would yeah so you know sometimes you have to let trade simmer for a little bit before you 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 really realize let trade simmer except that trade you made with 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 big hunter today like i'm fucking with that (laughs) we need a counter for how many times the the trade comes up, <laughs> you need a counter for how many times I'm going to cry the next ten days until you give me those players. What makes it sweeter is I got like Isaiah Pacheco last week. It's just like just taking all. You had to bring guy. that up here live in the air. <laughs> you had to bring that up live in the air. In between trades, <laughs> the show's over. The show's over. I, I, it's over. This is we're done. We are done. Live. Tune in next up. week to the trade God. Featuring Jason Allwine and nobody Kibo. It's okay. You can have you can have them. Please come back and let's talk about wait. Are you gonna three? give me those players? Yeah, for free. For free. If we can start talking about trade three. <laughs> so oh wow. <laughs> um this trade involves too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Uh too soon. <laughs> oh, uh, for for the podcast, we have fun here. We have fun in this show. <laughs> Team A is acquiring Traylon Burks, Elijah Moore, a 2023 second round pick, number two overall, so essentially a first round pick, and they're giving away Christian Watson and the number nine overall pick. It is a 12 team league, standard scoring. They're essentially. I guess paying the price of Traylon Burks and Elijah Moore to move back three spots. Am I reading that right? Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are it's your twelve team league? So yeah. moving back three spots or four spots? Four spots. Four spots. Yeah. So math. Math is hard. Math is hard. <laughs> I'm not a math god. I'm a trade god. 
<laughs> Very good. Very good. Thanks. So in this trade, I've gone back and forth because I think by in my opinion, I think Christian Watson's the best player in this trade. Uh, so getting a first back with that side makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers goes to the, the Jets or Derek Carr goes to the Jets. All of a sudden, Elijah Moore becomes probably worth the 109. I know that might sound crazy, but at the 109, what are we talking here in two QB leagues? We're talking, the, you know, we're talking probably Quentin, Rich, uh, Quentin Johnston or mm-hmm. Josh Downs, a Flowers. And Elijah Moore with a with an established quarterback that's can can kind of disperse the ball in a way that gets multiple guys a lot of fantasy points, he gets pretty equivalent. And like you said, you're only moving back a handful of spots. So as much as I love Christian Watson and as much as I've not hated on Traylon Burks, but kind of resisted trying to acquire Traylon. I think in this trade, I'm going to take Team A. I think I like the side of the three the three assets mm-hmm. because I think that Traylon Burks and Elijah Moore could absolutely find their way into a starting lineup. And the you know the two o two, how far are you downgrading in, in a super or two QB league from the one o nine? I don't think it's that big of a difference. So give me the Team A side. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'll start here. I'll start here. You know, obviously Christian Watson, Traylon Burks. Both 2022 rookies, both wide receivers with great profiles, high ceilings, tons of expectations. So, I mean, to a certain degree, they're basically the same player. It's just we've had a we've seen a lot more of Christian Watson's success, mm-hmm. and man, was his success fun to watch. But I mean, who's to say Traylon Burks doesn't have a similar you know explosion next season? Who's to say Elijah Moore doesn't have a similar explosion? And to yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm basically canceling out these picks. I would say what the 109 gets you over the 202 is, I guess, your preferred dart throw would be the word. I mean, probably around that range, you've got like four or five guys you're eyeing. And at 109, you're getting the guy at the top of the list. At 202, you might still get the guy at the top of the list. But more often than not, you're probably getting like the second or third guy on that list. Um, but even then, like similar tiers of rookies that I feel like you can throw it out the window. Hmm. Man, that I mean, and then, yeah, with with Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers more than likely, I, I think that hurts Watson a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about Jordan Love later. Yes, um, we will. Um, but still, I mean, Christian Watson had a good game in Jordan Love's small appearances. He broke one to the cribbo. <laughs> it's a tough one. This is a tough one. I think um, you've probably got to go with the multitude of assets. You've probably got to go with Team A getting Burks more in basically the same pick i think in the long run you're going to be happier with that depth and if the jets get that good quarterback Elijah Moore will be pretty good so. so what you're saying is you're going to trade me christian watson in our tgif league immediately after this podcast has ended <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> you didn't say no I can't say no. I'm a trade god. You know, at some point, I, I have said a lot of no's. I've, I declined a lot of offers today. <laughs> I've said no way too much. I've, I'm about to just start saying yes because, like, yeah, yeah, it's like okay, you know, you know maybe I do have to push a trade. God, really, I got no. <laughs> well, I think uh, so. We're both on t- on Team A here. The side getting Traylon Burks, Elijah mm-hmm. Moore, and the 202 over Christian Watson, and the 109. I have a feeling. Do you, it's pretty close though. And in, in fact, I might say it's. So far, maybe the closest one to me. 
Yeah, I, I, I man, I really uh, think it's close now. But, you know, if we're talking about this trade in two weeks and we see a quarterback go to New York like a Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr, I think we're talking about this trade being, like, razor thin. So, yeah, I would say that this is probably the most fair trade we've talked about thus far. Thus far. And who knows? We've got one fun little trade straight out of our fantasy football league. It's not the one. Yeah! That has made you mad, but it's another one that's a very fun trade to break down. Let's check this out. Trade number four, and we've blocked out the names, but Team A has acquired Mac Jones, Javante Williams, 114, because it's a 14-team league, and the 201. So back-to-back picks mm-hmm. at the one and two turn um, in our upcoming rookie draft for Kyler Murray and Rondell Moore stack and the three. 12 and then so some some important factoids about the trade gods invitational is that it's 14 teams mm-hmm. it's super flex yep it's ppr yep. it's tight end premium yep and uh it's start three wide receivers with two regular flexes so wide receivers are pretty valuable mm-hmm. um quarterbacks of course with 14 teams and a super flex so that being said what do you think uh when i saw this trade happen on uh you know, the old sleeper app, we saw it happen on the TGIF, the Trade Gods Invitational Fantasy League. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is happening? But sometimes I have to take a minute because sometimes, you know, I'm only human. You know, I, I might be a trade god, but at the end of the day, I'm still a human and my emotions run high. I thought this was kind of lopsided, but then I thought about it. I looked at it and I thought, mm, you know, if Kyler Murray comes back this year, and even if he doesn't, he comes back in 2024. You know, that's yep. a top seven QB in Dynasty. Yep. Rondell Moore, pew, 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 Shots, explosive. Maybe he takes yeah. off in Gannon's offense. Yeah. So it was a lot more fair. Um, but I want to say off the top, we are definitely covering the TGIF trades each and every week on the Trade Gods. Yes. You yes. won't be in this league with us. You won't get your trades to talk about. We won't <laughs> talk about them. Yep. I'm very excited to talk about this trade. And then I, you know, look on the other side, the the 114, the 201, love those. I yes. think you can get really, really, really good fantasy players in in those spots. And then Javante, like, let's not act like Javante is a scrub. No, he might take a little extra time to come back, but in that Sean Payton offense, if they get that, you know, that thing fine tuned and cooking, it could be a really, really high octane offense. And Javante is gonna definitely benefit because he can catch the ball he can run the ball he's a really really dynamic running back and mac jones just got da- billy o'brien a real offensive coordinator in his in his corner hopefully they get some weapons around him because right now the new england patriots do not have pass catching weapons they just do not have any but they could get some they could whether it be yeah. the draft free agency trades we'll see there's a lot of time to play out so i think it's a pretty fair trade now if i had to pick which side i'd rather have I do think, and this has kind of swayed over the last couple of days. I think I would yep. rather have the Mac Jones, Javante, at uh, Javante Williams in the, the the two picks. I think I'd rather have that. What do you think about this trade? Yeah, I think I think I'm probably with you on which side I prefer. But as you know, last week uh, Kyler Murray was my buy. Um, I'm I'm in on him regardless of if he plays football at all, because like you said, he's a top seven fantasy quarterback. When, when playing so you know you you, you eat the bullet now uh, mm-hmm. and you just hold on to them because you're going to be happy when you have them and uh 
this is an up, a, a little sneak peek at something that might be coming to the player profiler website, but we've all submitted a list of my guys and um, Rondell Moore is one of my guys. You know, he's just a, he's, he's a football player. I like, you know, I always talk about liking Debo Samuel. I like Rondell Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously not the same size, but um, well, Ant-Man, he's got the Ant-Man picture. Quantumania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. So um, neither have I. So anyway, uh, but so I, I love the stack and yeah, I like the stack. I'm just going to add it there. What I really like about team a right here is you're buying low on Mac Jones while mm-hmm. there's still reports out that, I mean, geez, sappy fever is still running, man. <laughs> I mean, there may be a chance zappy is the quarterback here in new England by day one. It's, um, I think there's a lot of things to, to, to come together if that were to be the case, but there are reports that, you know, a lot of the uh, decision makers here for the Patriots want Zappy over over Mac Jones. You know, Mac Jones was not a team player uh, in 2022. Mm-hmm. Can't blame him. Terrible year. Yeah. Having a, a, <laughs> a failure of a head coach and a defensive coordinator as your offensive coordinator throwing a whole bunch of screens. I get it. But, yeah, Zappy could be the guy. So does that factor into your decision at all? No, I just I think that that is what's kind of making Mac Jones value low. I I mean like we've got to remember he's a young quarterback who's probably stuck on this team for a decent amount of time. I mean I don't think he's done too much to really turn away from from him currently. I mean you know obviously not a Tom Brady type career or maybe even a Joe Flacco type career, but in our league, two quarterbacks essentially with it being a super flex and fourteen teams. I mean hey, you've got Mac Jones. You you can't complain. And then Javante Williams, another player, buying low on. Uh, there's a, a, everyone out there. He's the next J.K. Dobbins. He's not going to be the same. I, I mean, I kind of agree. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm definitely in the camp that I think the Broncos bring in someone. But, I mean, at this point, what running back doesn't have someone else in their backfield? So to just have him an explosive running back uh, versus breakaway run rate, I know that's up there. Um or evaded tackles. We all remember. Javante is a running back who can break tackles. He can break runs. He runs yeah. hard. Problem with him is just the injury. I mean, we saw yeah. how it hindered J.K. Dobbins this year. Even when he was back on the field, it was weird. I mean, Dobbins was back, and he was running well, but he didn't look great. Could that be Javante this year? Certainly could. And yeah. don't forget, how much do you – you know, factor in the regime change. You know, we yeah. always talk about the vaunted regime change. They didn't draft Javante. You know, Sean Payton yeah. could bring in his guy. How much does that factor into your valuation of a Javante Williams? I mean, it factors in a, in a, a, a probably a small bit. You know, it's yeah. yeah. We've seen New Orleans Saints running backs with Sean Payton have success. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, I mean, obviously you like that about him. They're uh, Sean Payton did say that he really likes Latavius Murray's leadership and work ethic, <laughs> you know, for some reason. So he's already hyping up Latavius Murray out in Denver, uh, which is <laughs> for some reason. Uh, so, you know, um, but that's, again, that's what, that's what hurts Javante Williams value. But I mean, I still think when we're watching football, he's going to be a top 24 running back at least, um, especially yep. in PPR. So I, I like Javante Williams, and I mean, you've already said it. Having the 114 and the 201, that's nice. That is really, really, really nice. You're getting mm-hmm. 
you're getting not only a fun dart throw, you know, that you're just excited about a rookie that, you know, perhaps didn't get the perfect landing spot, but you like their profile or something else, something else. Like they just uh, ended up in a really good landing spot and maybe a questionable profile, but you get to take one of those fun dart throws, see who fell through back to back. I mean, that's just, that's some good stuff on top of what you've earned uh, in Mac Jones and Devontae Williams. Mm -hmm. However, in 2024, we might be looking at this differently when Kyler Murray is finally 100% and the Arizona Cardinals aren't going through growing pains. But, for but now, even, even so, even if Kyler Murray is by far the best player in this trade, I still think that Team A on the, in this trade can be happy. I mean, yeah, definitely. you have Mac Jones, who's serviceable starter every week, Javante yeah. Williams, a top 20 running back, plus two players that you can add to your bench that could be, you know, theoretical starters. I think you would make that trade right here, right now. I mean, we are, I mean, the 312. Yeah. yeah. Sure, you could hit, but we're not, we're not going to sit here and act like we're expecting that to be a smash. Yeah. But the 114, 201 back to back picks at the turn of the first round, that's pretty good. And I think that's enough. I think that's enough because, listen, yeah. Kyler Murray reports came out today, you know, from their executives that they believe maybe he could be back before midseason. But, you know, that's just wishful thinking. We saw him hitting, hitting that hitting that peloton nice and hard. But what does that mean? What does that mean for a losing team? What does that mean? And can we compl- – given, fa- given the fact that it's the Arizona Cardinals, can we rule out complete chaos? Let's just say the, the, the Arizona Cardinals are the worst team in football. And they have the one on one. Do they want Caleb Williams and move, you know, Kyler Murray? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sitting here saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that when you talk about a poverty franchise, to expect them to be on the shinier side of things might be a little bit too optimistic for me. No, I mean I think that's fair. They have set the precedent that they're you know not committed to quarterback that they've drafted high with the Josh Rosen. Yeah, scenario. great point. Great point. Uh, you know, I do nothing to do with fantasy football at all now but it's just you've walked into it i do like that they got a defensive coordinator um, as an idp fantasy football player they have shots shots explosive explosive shots (laughs) they've got some talent on that defense so i mean i think they'll be all right they've got some real talent on that defense so i do think that they'll be all right with the right mind behind it it depends you know what that coordinator does and Mm -hmm. obviously kyle murray's health but Still, you know, I'm with you. I think I'm taking Team A, especially knowing how deep this league's going to end up being and getting those rookie picks, I think, could be pretty decent. What do you think the trade analyzer thinks? I don't know. But before we look into the trade analyzer, what's your uh, which trade's fair to you, sir? Where do you see as the most trade fair of these four? Yeah, I think I'm going to go back to, to trade three, the Traylon Burks, Elijah Moore in a second for Christian Watson and the 109. I think that's going to be my most fair. Okay, fair. I definitely think that was in my, uh, you know, in my running. Um, but I'm actually going to go with the the TGIF trade. Nice. That's going to yeah. be the most trade fair to me. Uh, and basically, this has been the, uh, the 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 rule that I've used as we've broken down these trades. Which trade gets my mind turning the most? Which one might flip flop where I landed? And this was yeah. that trade to me, uh, where I was thinking about it early in the week when we made the show notes. Yeah. So where we are today as we're recording, it's kind of flip-flop. So I'm going to go with the, the TGIF, the fourth trade being the most fair. Okay. Let's see what the trade analyzer thinks about that. So trade number one, 
the trade where Derek Carr was sent for mm-hmm. Isaiah Hodgins and one, one twelve pick one twelve had team two winning uh, by thirty seven points. Isaiah Hodgins and the first round pick worth more than Derek Carr even in the two QB. So we we disagreed with the trade lines right there. We were both taking the Derek and I Carr still ball. do. I think yeah, I, still I still do. I still do too. I mean, it's probably just because it's unknown, but I think me and you both agree that it's probably going to be a decent landing spot uh, for fantasy purposes. I don't, you know, <laughs> who knows what happens with real life purposes. I don't know if he's going to be a playoff winning quarterback, but we only talk fantasy <laughs> here, baby. Yeah. Uh, trade two, Saquon Barkley traded away for Jerry Judy, the a first round pick in 2023 and a first round pick in 2024. That one to the trade analyzer blowout 131 points in favor of the Jerry Judy side. So we agreed with the analyzer there. And yeah, I, I mean, I see it. I, maybe a hundred points difference, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, I, I really liked that Jerry Judy side and you agreed, right? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. And then seeing the uh, trade analyzer back me up. Ooh, I'm really puffing out my chest after thinking about that. Cause <laughs> let's go. Yeah. And trade two. Or three, trade three, <laughs> counting. Why am I? I'm so bad at math today. Uh, yeah, math is eluding your brain. <laughs> you know, I think. You know what I think? This is this is what I think. I think that math has side skipped some part of your brain where you feel guilty for making a trade that was so egregious to your fellow trade god brethren. That math is just it can't it can't sidestep that that guilt. Yeah. Oh, and there were a lot of numbers in that. It was like four draft picks for those players. There was a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot. I've looked there at enough numbers today. <laughs> That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. But on trade three, Traylon Burks, Elijah Moore, a 2023 second was sent for Christian Watson and the 109. The trade analyzer disagreed with us, but it was very close. It was 25 points, which is with those kinds of players at that with at this high of a trade analyzer score that's you know within 10 percent so that's a close trade it took the christian watson side probably because of the roster spot probably because of the roster spot um do you do you want to fight the trade analyzer at all are you kind of there too you like you see it no i think it's fair yeah yeah no i think it's fair because the roster spot's fair yeah uh, i do think that the trade analyzer that's why the trade analyzer is such a a fantastic tool to break down your trades Mm -hmm. because it factors that in because that does matter you can fill that roster spot with a player that could be you know a difference maker so i do think that that's a fair uh analysis that's why i love the trade analyzer so i'm not gonna fight back on it even though i love christian watson you know that yeah (laughs) and while that was a close trade you we're correct. The closest trade, the most fair trade, according to the trade analyzer, was the trade that happened in the Trade Gods Invitational. It is almost like those within the Trade Gods Invitational are trade gods amongst themselves. This trade was within 4.5 points in favor of the Kyler Murray side. But again, we're talking about scores in the 420s. So this is within 1% of difference a very close trade so i just want to give a round of applause to our league mates right there great job great job uh, i want to applaud my league mates but i freaking hate all my league mates right now <laughs> man hey you guys are out to stab my heart out before we get in 
to stabbing your heart out because I think there's a couple players you want to, or there's a player you want to buy that you maybe don't have in the league and perhaps something you want to sell <laughs> that you have in the league. Why don't we answer a couple questions? Cause I, I've seen some in here. I've seen some. So, Hey, league mate, John McGlynn. He just sent his 113 for a lave after he was traded for 24 first. So overpaid in terms of league history, but what do you like about the 113 for a lave? I love it. Yeah, Give me a lave. Steal. Give me a lave. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like he's worth like a 102 <laughs> to be honest, or like 103, like he's up there. So great trade. Great trade. We're glad you made that. And uh, this one, Noah Blum wants to know, this is a super flex 12 team, uh, a 103 in Trey Lance or Drake London, um, which. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's the 103 and Trey Lance for. Dr- yeah. Drizzly yeah. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a quarterback. I have my home. So I'm assuming it's a one quarterback. Oh, yep. it says Superflex, yes. though. One QB, non-Superflex, 12-team, maybe, is what he's saying. And then it's the – well, I think, yeah, it's 103 and Trey Lance for Drake London in a one QB league, and they don't need a quarterback. Noah, did you do this on purpose? Because you've set us a booby trap, my friend. There's a lot of discretion here. What are we? How are we going to interpret this? But what <laughs> I'm going to interpret this is as a one QB league. It's non-Superflex, 12-team. The 103 and Trey Lance for Drizzy Drake London – no, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. I think the yeah. 103, you keep it until your draft because I think uh, we gotta we gotta see what the combine provides that information. And I do love Drake London. I do think that Drake Drake London would compete for the wide receiver one in this class. Um, I still think a, a a good combine showing for JSN Jordan Addison and then the good landing spot could kind of rival that. Plus a Trey Lance that's a throw in. I'd rather have the 103 and Trey Lance right now. All right, and the last trade from the Harry Snowman, another league mate. Would you take Juju or the two one in a super flex tight end premium fall team? Mm, that one's super tough because Juju, I think he's gonna petition himself to stay with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he wants yeah. to stay there. I think that's where he'll thrive. And even at that spot, you know, mm, I still think I want the two oh one. I think I want the two oh one here. I love this draft. I really do love this draft class. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on the two one. I think uh, we know what Juju is and it is nice that he's attached to the chiefs offense and he is going to be a decent enough option. Mm -hmm. But I think, I mean, you could hit so much higher with the two one. I mean, you could swing and miss so much worse, but I'd still, I think I'm taking that dart throw instead of Juju. Yeah. And I also think that at the two one, let's say you make a selection. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could like move that. I think there's a lot of time from now till the actual where we need fantasy points where you can maneuver the 201. I think to sell it now for Juju is too premature. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm with you there. That's that's a kind of move that probably needs to be made on draft night. You've hit your draft spot, and it's like, man, none of the wide receivers I wanted are here. I could just go get Juju, but right now, yeah, right now, yeah, hold on to that pick. All right, so we've done a couple questions. Let's move on to the best, most fun, and thrilling segment of the night. It's about- time to buy and sell. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so it's tradition that I pick, but however. Ooh. However, I've been kind of leading things tonight, and we'll have a special announcement at the end of tonight's episode as to why, but why don't you pick tonight? Why don't you pick tonight? Let's go with the ba ba bites. You want to do some insync? ba ba bites. Was I right? Did I mess it up? Was that Backstreet Boys? Am I, 
Was I right first? How dare you? It's insane. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. How man. dare you? I got paranoid when I said it. You make this trade behind my back and then besmirch in sync. This shows. Okay, over. I was right. Trade. I was, it was just over. like too silent it's when I said over. it. It was like silent. I was like, wait a minute. I, I'm doubting myself. All the yeah. pressure is getting to me. Hard. I've been. I've been. I've lost a friend for making a trade in our very own league. And I'm over here just trying my best. And you kick him when he's down. <laughs> but you want to do some buys. Do some and, buys. Uh, Let's do it. You're buying Jordan Love. I'm buying Antonio Gibson. Why are you buying Jordan Love? I <laughs> can't express to you how much seeing Tony G above your name, knowing you just bought him in TGIF, it hurts me so much. That if I had the money, I would buy a one-way flight down to Atlanta to find your apartment and maybe put a pillow over your face. <laughs> I'm hurt right now. It's accessible. You could you could hop off the airplane, get on the MARTA, <laughs> like just walk over to the MARTA station, take the MARTA station all the way up to the stop nearest my apartment. Jay, I won't tell you which one. Jay, I'll make my man, this is, this is why I love you. This is why I love you. This is why I can never truly be mad at you. I'm telling you that I'm going to take a one-way ticket to literally end your life, and you're telling me how to do it? I love you, man. You're such a nice guy. That's why we're, you know what? That's why I can't be mad at you. I, it's over. I don't care about that trade anymore. But what I do care about is why everyone should buy Jordan Love. Listen, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, he emerged from his darkness ceremony, whatever it's called. He's leaving. Packers are sick of him. He's sick of the Packers. He's gone. Jordan Love is QB1 in Green Bay. He's going to have Christian Watson. He's going to have Aaron Jones. He's going to have Alan. He's going to have A.J. Dillon. They're probably going to bring in another pass catcher, whether it be tight end or wide receiver. They're going to give my man some weapons. And in his small, small, small sample size in 2022, the game against the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, the the, the Super Bowl runner-up. Wow, the Eagles made the Super Bowl? They made the Super Bowl and they lost it, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going <laughs> to talk about this game here in Week 12 where Jordan Love made nine attempts. He threw for over 100 yards. Which, inclu- which concluded in a big touchdown to Christian Watson. I think Jordan Love has the tools to be an effective quarterback in fantasy. He is in the 75th percentile for 40-yard dash, 88th percentile for burst score. He is a former first-round pick, and I would have to imagine that his coach and all of his backup, all of his coordinators are excited to get him the ball get Jordan Love at the helm to make it happen and I think now's your chance to buy not at a discount I can tell you firsthand he ain't coming cheap but I think he's worth paying for because I think he can come back the ROI the return on investment for a guy like Jordan Love is astronomical he could legitimately crack the top 12 I think in a fantasy season um, given his rushing ability given the uh, the weapons around him given the fact that he's got the skill set. And also, Matt LaFleur wants to let this boy cook. So I'm trying to buy Jordan Love, and I'm not ashamed to say it. So if you're in the TGIF, get ready. I'm coming. I'm coming. I love it. I love it. That's a great pie. Uh, I had no idea Aaron Rodgers' darkness retreat would take so long. I thought it was going to be like a weekend thing. 
No, it was a four-day thing, but he said it last week that the reporters got it wrong when he was going into the darkest retreat. Oh, I just thought he's been in it this whole time. No, four <laughs> days. Like, it was four days. He had it on the schedule. All okay. the big wigs had it wrong. He was in. He came out. What was today? Today's Thursday. So he must have went in Monday. Yeah. But man, oh 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 man. Dude, I've done two podcasts this week. I'm going to do another one. Yeah. You're going to put me in a darkness? You're going to put me in, no, in a room with no internet? I can't talk to Jason? <laughs> Torture for me. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Just can't do it. Won't do it. And, uh, you know, hopefully that retreat, it seems like he's leaving. So, I'm like, I mean, God, he's leaving. He's leaving. And so, you know, we, we saw it last season. And the Eagles, a great defense. They're the reason, part of the reason they made the Super Bowl was that pass rush. I mean, like you said, performed very well. Most of it Christian Watson but a good proportion of it, Jordan Love and uh, Aaron Jones is taking a discount to return. We've talked about A.J. Dillon on the show a few times. So it's a decent offense. So I'm I'm in on Jordan Love for sure. And it's not a discount, but I would say um, it's a discount towards quarterbacks and Superflex leagues. Like, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. You said you're in on Jordan Love. If you trade for Jordan Love and TJF, so help me God. So help me God. That's all you need uh, to know. If you're listening and you're in TJIF and you have Jordan Love and you just want to make Maddie even more mad. <laughs> if you want to see a man cry in front of his children, go ahead and do it. Do what you will. Do what you will. <laughs> you're like sitting there watching Frozen 2 or whatever. You watch with the Dude, kids. Listen, and... man. No. Don't make me. Don't play with my heartstrings. You know? Don't play with my heartstrings. <laughs> uh, we've gone fully off the rails in this episode this has been hey, a banger of an episode love it it's good you're loving this episode you're loving jordan love i'm loving antonio gibson and i had to trade for him before this episode because i knew you guys listening would not let me get him <laughs> after i talked about him um so currently in our rankings he's rb38 disappointing season makes sense but he does have a profile that we all love he's only going to be 25 he has a 97th percentile 40, 99th percentile speed score. In 2022, the Commanders had the fourth most run plays. Granted, that's probably going to Brian Robinson, but still, they love their running backs. And he was decent in a few metrics. 12th in targets, 13th in receiving yards, 13th in receptions, 11th in target share, 12th in yards per reception, and 9th in yards per round run. So showing that he's clearly utilized as the pass-catching role running back in this offense, and they've just brought in Eric Benimi. And we just saw what a pass catching running back can do in his offense. And that was Jarek McKinnon, who won so many fantasy football leagues. And so, I mean, that's reason enough alone. And then you think about it this way Sam Howell is probably going to be the quarterback. And, you know, he's probably going to have to rely on some dump offs just because he's learning, he's getting acclimated to the NFL in 2021 Antonio Gibson was number five in evaded tackles eighth in breakaway runs highlighting his explosiveness and I think he could be unlocked in 2023 what do you think about Antonio Gibson angry man <laughs> I'm so angry I'm so angry I'm so angry <laughs> you hit it. I mean listen if you can buy Antonio Gibson in your fantasy league do it he has a yep. skill set to be a, a legitimate stud in fantasy. I mean, we saw it, and I don't know. I do. I cannot express 
the confusion that I have for the commander's coaching staff. Yeah. What he did in week one last week, last year, you yeah. know, with Carson Wentz, sideline catches, touchdown yeah. catches, only to bury him after. Yeah. He literally has the skill set to be a top eight running back in PPR. So buy him now and just hope for the best. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to, if you're part of a podcast in which you claim that you care for your fellow trade God brethren uh, and, and, and is willing to burn it all down to the ground for Antonio Gibson, do it. Just do it. Do it. Hey, it was Antonio Gibson and Christian Watson. Can you blame a man? <laughs> I'm so angry when you say that. It makes me so angry. Okay. I can say it so many Ooh, more times. Ooh, but I won't. Would you like to move on to cells? Yeah, I'm about to sell my co-host. No. No, I would no. never do that. I love you, brother. I love you, brother. I never do that. Never, never, never do that. <laughs> Let's sell. You're selling. So I'm selling the 110. And I, I think this it's the 110, 111, 112. Uh, and here's why. Me and Cody last night, we did a, a mock draft of the 1QB League. Make sure you go check that out on the Player Profiler uh, channel. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Last night, Cody took Josh Downs. Uh, but then the names after that, Devon A-Chain, Keishon Boutte. And if it's 2Q, and if it's, you know, Superflex 2QB, obviously that's going to facilitate the names down. We're looking at like a Zay Flowers, Zach Charbonnet. I think the best move here at the 110 is to trade back and look for a league mate that has maybe the 204, 209, you know, 212, 203, whatever it is. I'm looking to trade back from the 110 and get multiple picks in the second round because I think the running back class this year is super deep. Uh, even though the wide receiver class might not be, but if you're a team that's looking like, ah, I could use a, a few bullets in the, the wider the running back room, you know, trade back. Get yourself, you know, Tajay Spears and, and, and I don't know, Zach, you know, Zach Evans, Kendra Miller, Devon A. Chain. I think that, that now's the time to trade back from the 110 in all formats, Superflex or 1QB, because I think that the, the, the players that you can get in the middle of the second might not be all that different from the 110. So, Look to trade the 110. I'm not looking to trade the 110 necessarily for a player. And, then you know, obviously each league is different. So if a player yeah. presents uh, an opportunity to get a, a bona fide stud, somebody that you could play each and every week, obviously going to do that. But I don't see that happening. But one move that I want to make and I'm trying to make in real time, in real life, is moving back from the 110. Get me two second-round picks or, you know, a high second-round pick and a third-round pick. Get me a second-round pick and a couple third-round picks. Whatever the case may be, but I'm looking to move back and get a few assets. Yeah, I'm with you there. Nothing like just – I mean, like you said, uh, what you're getting at 110 is probably not much different than what you're going to be getting in the second. Mm -hmm. So to just move back a little bit and maybe not get the perfect dart throw, but to just get a couple more, just a couple more, I mean, I think you're going to be much happier. Uh, when you when you get your roster flushed out. So I'm with you there. And uh, I think it's time for my sell. And I'm sorry uh, to keep attacking your orphan that you adopted, that you went over in the game plan. I'm not meaning to. When I do my sells, especially at this point in the season, I just look at our... What are you trying to do to me here? Do you want... What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing to me? I don't know how this keeps happening. <laughs> but... um. You know, I'm making my way down, and, you know, last week was C.D. Lamb. I might have to pivot to running backs or tight ends or quarterbacks or whatever next week, but I'm still looking at wide receiver this week, and I like Drake London. He's a good kid, uh, you know. 
I'm here in Atlanta. <laughs> this is the first time in Trade God's history where the cell was let down like you're being fired from a supermarket. You know, you're a good kid. You'll, you'll land on your feet. You'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so when I'm when I'm looking at these weapons, I'm I'm not gonna be brave enough to say sell Kyle Pitts, but I think I will be brave enough to say sell Drake London. I think it's going to take a whole new coaching staff for him to reach the ceiling that we really, really, really want him to. Arthur Smith has proven that all he wants to do is run the damn ball. He did it in Tennessee with Derrick Henry. Now he's here in Atlanta. And instead of using their franchise quarterback that people love with all of their heart, and we're so sad to see him leave Matty Ice, instead of using him, you've decided to go get Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter, uh, who had better seasons than Matt Ryan, but still, <laughs> but still, uh, they, he just wanted some damn mobile quarterbacks and he wanted to run the ball. It's proven by 31st in team pass plays by the Falcons, probably due to the quarterbacks not being able to pass while also being mobile. But still, they led the league in run attempts and rush attempts. And that was with Tyler Algier, Caleb Huntley, Avery Williams, uh, all of those Cordero guys. Patterson. Hey. <laughs> Keep Cordero That's where you draw the line? <laughs> That's where you draw the line of your besmirchment is Cordero Patterson? Don't bring Scorderell's name. This guy is trashing some of the premier talents in this football league and then draws the line at Cordero Patterson. Kudos to you, sir. Hey, he's accurately valued. What can I say? He's pennies on the dollar. (laughs) (laughs) I got him for $4 in our $1,000 auction. (laughs) Yeah, and you paid $3 too much. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. But he's still got one year left on his contract. Yeah, and I'll bring up Cordero it. again later. Um, but so let's de- let's dive even deeper. I just I, Drake London's gonna have great games. He had a hundred yards and a touchdown at, to end the year, um, with Desmond Ritter. So he's gonna have great games. However, however, it's just not gonna be consistent. Right now we have him at wide receiver nine, which to me is just valuing him at his peak. Some wide receivers that are below him that I think are at least arguably yeah, I would rather have arguably Chris Olave, Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, and then even more arguably Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs. You could go down the line, Christian yeah. Watson, all of these people. Um, he was 22nd in overall targets among wide receivers, but only f- or but fifth in target share. So he had the fifth most target share, but the 22nd most targets. That just shows mathematically, and we talked about not liking math earlier, but shows that they just don't pass the ball. Yeah. He's getting a good share of volume, but in the grand scheme of things, he's not getting a lot of volume. And Pitts was only active for 10 games. <laughs> and still, you know, mm-hmm. he had not a lot of targets. And I don't think he comes close to that next season, assuming Kyle Pitts is fully healthy as well. So, and we're seeing mocks where the Falcons get a wide receiver in the second or just get a wide receiver in general, bring in a vet. That's something that's being talked about. I mean, that wide receiver core sucks. So I just think that there's just going to be a lot of competition around there. Um, They've got one year left on Cordero. (laughs) You know, they might just use him in the passing game. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just put him back. I don't know. I mean, like, just use what you can out of the guy while he's still in the league. It's just, I'm not going to knock the talent at all. I just, I don't think the situation is too great to be wide receiver nine. 
in rankings. Um, so, if you're selling, I'm buying. I look at his 32.4% target rate, his uh, his 29.4% target share. Love every bit of that because I just think with a better quarterback, the passing numbers will go up. Drake mm-hmm. London's going to get those passes. Also, his route, yards per route run was top 11 in the league this, this past season. He has a good uh, ability to get open. I want Drake London, so if you're selling, I'm buying. I like Drake London. Give me Drake yeah. London. So I think the – I think, uh, you know – Arthur Smith, who loves to hashtag establish it, he's going to be forced to throw the ball. That's the NFL this in, in today's climate. And if the, he gets a better quarterback, and even Desmond Ritter, like, listen, he doesn't get a better quarterback. He just has Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter likes to throw to his wide receiver one. He did it a lot in college. And I yep. think that they did that with uh, Drake London this year. We saw him have some good games. So uh, if you're selling, I'm buying. I don't want to sell Drake London right now. Unless I'm getting, like, over the moon established, you know, receivers, running backs, things of that nature. So, you, you, what are your thoughts on Chris Olave, Devontae Smith, T. Higgins in particular around him? Um. Okay. So, what do we have? We have T. Higgins, Drake London, Devontae Smith, and what was the last guy you said? Uh, Chris Olave. Olave. I think I would go T. Higgins one, Devontae Smith, Drake London, Chris Olave. Okay. Okay. So, so I think the know, concerns that you have for Drake London, you can have for Chris Olave. I mean, definitely. who's going to be their quarterback? The Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Red Rifle, not the Red Rocket. <laughs> you made him sound so much worse than his nickname. Right? Get demonetized at the after an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What a the show Red it's Rocket. been. What a show it's been. <laughs> but all right, let's wrap this this uh, off the rails episode up man where can the people find you you can guys everyone listening you can find me on twitter i'm at maddie kiwum m-a-t-t-y-k-i-w-o-o-m my articles come out on playerprofile.com make sure you're following both tiktoks player profiler and profiler underscore nfl because we got tiktoks coming out every single day and i love to get that content out on profile underscore nfl and make sure you check out the game plan each and every saturday i got some very special guests lined up for the offseason and also check out my mock drafts that i've been doing with cody carpentier and we dropped it on twitter so the cat's out the bag the player lounge is coming ladies and gentlemen that's a show you're not going to want to miss. Make sure you are tuned into that. It is going to be a fantastic show. And as always, make sure you're coming back each and every Thursday for The Trade Guys with me and Jason. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every Thursday, I'm here with you. Every hour of the day, I'm in that Invitational League with you guys. I'm in the Discord. And then you can find me most of the time on the Player Profiler Instagram at Roto Underworld and my personal Twitter at JFootballWine and if you're looking to listen to some fantasy football stuff while sipping your morning coffee or working on your commute or just sitting in the office and having nothing to do, you can check out my new show premiering on Monday, Wake and Take at 10 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, sipping coffee, talking football, waking and taking, my friend. Uh- <laughs> So that that's going on this week if you if you join me there and then you know trade gods on Thursdays. So absolutely, that's a that's a that's a wrap on this episode. Before we go, I'm sorry about the trade, my friend. We'll talk about it. You can make it up to me by trading me those players for Derrick Henry. I can make, it up, make it up to you. I can make it up to you. Well, you know, stay tuned next week to see if I make it up. 
to, to him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that happens. Probably not. But <laughs> Let's just see if I troll each and every episode of the Wake and Take team until I get my trade back. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining. You have a wonderful night. Peace.